Money FM 89.3, Best of the Evening Runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3, it is now time for Why It Matters. And I'm sure you remember in our annual Lunar New Year message, our Prime Minister Lee Sin Lung urged young couples to have more babies in the Year of the Dragon. Singapore, of course, uh, continuing to battle a declining birth rate. But Singaporeans have cited several factors for having no or fewer babies, such as high costs of living and raising children. But there could be medical reasons as well. How about endometriosis, if you've not heard of it? It's often a common chronic inflammatory condition that's quite severe. It affects about 1 in 10 women worldwide. Across the globe, in fact, March has been declared Endometriosis Awareness Month for a reason. It's time to increase awareness and education to allow early diagnosis and, of course, eliminate the stigma surrounding this often misunderstood condition. And helping me out today is Dr. Harvard Lin, who is consultant, obstetrics, gynecologist and urogynologist from the Asian Obstetrics and Gynecologic Center. Uh, Dr. Harvard, good afternoon. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm good. Thanks for taking the time. I guess to start us off, I do have a relative that's suffering from this endometriosis. Any chance you could help us understand this and how it's linked to infertility? It's got something to do with the, it's like the internal organs are kind of sticking to each other or something like that, to my understanding. Yeah, you got it right. So in endometriosis... You can imagine a woman having menses every month. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. But in endometriosis, some of the menstrual blood flows backwards through the tubes and into the entire abdominal cavity. So instead of flowing outwards, it flows backwards into the abdominal cavity. So these patients, the blood becomes a bit sticky. It causes inflammation. It causes pain. And you're right because the blood, you can imagine it being like glue. Mm. So it sticks the organs in the pelvis to each other. So the common organs that get stuck to each other are the colon, the rectum, the bladder, sometimes the tubes, the ovaries, and they all clump together in severe cases of endometriosis. Doctor, I bet you get this question quite often, especially if you have a lot of older millennial patients, those about to hit 40. Is this condition hereditary? Yes, we have not been able to identify any particular gene that causes this, but most likely it's multifactorial. But we see this quite commonly in the family line. So there is definitely some degree of hereditary. So when most of my patients, they say that their mothers used to have very severe pain, their grandmothers used to have a surgery before for endometriotic cysts, and even the sisters tend to have similar conditions. Yeah, of course, uh, Yeah, hearing about uh, surgeries is quite common. I do know the uh, menstrual cycle is quite a painful thing and, and this really based on people who have had it. I do wonder though, at what age do sort of the symptoms start to happen and any chance you could explain some of those symptoms for us? All right. So in fact, the moment a girl starts having menses, if she has backflow, the, the inflammation begins. May take some time, a few years, for the inflammation to cause any severe issues. So I've seen patients as young as 20 to 21, and uh, patients as old, even you know, when they're close to menopause, they can still be affected by the pain. The most common symptoms are severely debilitating pain during menses. Okay. What I mean by debilitating is patients who can't get out of the house, who require very strong painkillers, mm-hmm. who can't go to work. So it affects their lives. Since you mentioned menses, doctor, am I assuming that you could detect it as early as 13, 14 years old? 
Usually in young patients, most of the disease have not caused enough damage yet. So it's, it's rare to see in patients who have just started having menses. It takes a few years for the disease to develop. A lot first. needs to be to be educated in terms of conditions that could cause infertility. I know we've talked a lot about endo in this conversation, but what are the other common conditions that cause infertility, especially here in Singapore? All right. So you can imagine the female organs. Infertility can start from the ovary. So in the ovary, if, if the ovary is unable to produce eggs, we call it no ovulation happens, then patient can't get pregnant. The tubes can be blocked by a variety of reasons. It can be blocked by endometriosis, as we have mentioned. It can be blocked by an infection. Anatomical defects like a fibroid or polyps yeah. can cause a uterus to be unable to bear a pregnancy. Of course, the male, the husband also will have some responsibilities. Sometimes mm-hmm. we, have, we see abnormalities in the, in the sperm, abnormalities in the ability to... Consummate a marriage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is that is true. I mean, it is uh, from two people, right? Doctor, we just talked about a couple of common conditions, endometriosis as well. Uh, how much of a psychological impact? And by that, I mean, you know, if a lady is suffering through this, they're not quite aware of the condition, they haven't really gotten the medical help. It does affect their lives in a lot of ways and maybe even their work as well. Have you heard common complaints in that area? Yes, definitely. In patients with, with severe endometriosis, some women are so fearful of having menses. Mm. They get affected, they can't go to work, and they get ostracized by their colleagues, yeah. and they can't get on with their lives. Yeah. So the good news is, remember I told you that endometriosis is something that takes some years to brew. Okay. So if detected early, I mean, if you, if you find that the menses is getting uncomfortable or getting more and more painful, or you're requiring more and more painkillers, yeah then uh, it's good to seek help early because um, early endometriosis can be controlled with medication. Right, right. And I'm glad you bring that up, doctor, because we've talked about how severe these conditions can be or or these consequences can be. Yet at the same time, there seems to be a low level of of knowledge about it. Is it a case of women not prioritizing maybe early on or in an earlier age to, to see a gynecologist often enough? Yes, I agree with you with that. Uh, endometriosis is one of the conditions that, especially in Asian population, patients tend to seek help much later on. And even if they seek help, a lot of some of our doctors might still put it off as just painful menses. It's part of their lives, but actually, it's a condition that is underdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we treat it early, I think they can. They definitely deserve a better quality of life. So I know you mentioned underdiagnosed, right, doctor? Is this condition under research then? Definitely. Firstly, not many conditions. Of course, majority of funding always goes towards cancers and life-threatening diseases. Yeah. So endometriosis being benign takes a backseat most of the time. Mm-hmm. And especially in Asia, painful menses, again, is a taboo. Yeah. So patients don't come forward. There's a lot of lack of awareness of yeah. the condition and being empowering women to step forward to seek help. It's quite amazing the way you describe it because you can really see how it is a medical condition that's overlapped with a mental challenge as well. And once we put the two together, in your opinion, doctor, what more can be done to ensure that there's more awareness and, well, hopefully more research into this? Okay, if you will require repeated visits to the GP or even if the family practitioner finds that this patient keeps coming for painful menses, maybe it's time to to have a deeper understanding of the cause of the pain. Simple ultrasound scan or a visit to the gynecologist can bring out some 
conditions that uh, most people will have missed out. Yeah, endometriosis can be quite easily diagnosed based on the examination and the ultrasound scan, which we can actually do on the bedside. Yeah. So for sure, this is something that the GPs can actually play quite an active role if they've noticed something, you know, perhaps push the patient towards seeing a gynecologist who in theory is a specialist in this area. Yes, our family physicians are the eyes and the ears of, of the specialists because they, they are in the contact with the general public. So uh, if they, most of them are able to pick up early and uh, send an early referral. It definitely benefits our patients. All right. I have been speaking with Dr. Harvard Lin, who is consultant, obstetrics, gynecologist and urogynecologist from the Asian Obstetrics and Gynecologic Center. Doctor, I appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great day ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.